0: this episode of says who is brought to you by you through your support of our patreon at patreon.com slash says who our patreon where every Sunday you get an entire another episode of this very podcast yes you get a whole another says who you get me and Maureen talking to you if you give it the five or ten dollar month level that ten dollar month level also gets you a sticker in the mail every month because you become a member of the says who sticker club. Every month, they're great. I just finished the ones that are going to go out for the people that paid in this past month, Dan, October 1st. Dan, you're
1: really good at stickers, and I don't understand why you don't just open an Etsy store.
0: Wow, that would be too straightforward, wouldn't it? Mm. Uh, but yeah, these next ones, which are the people who paid October
1: 1st, they're real good. That's what, you guys, this I'm is what I'm saying. Dan is really, really, really good at this. And if he opened up an Etsy store, everyone would buy his stuff. <laughs> Well, That's beside the point. But
0: instead,
1: we'll
0: get there. you get it exclusive. If you become a member of the Says Who Sticker Club, patreon.com slash says who.
1: Oh, my God, books. Dan, I'm surrounded by them. You are. I am surrounded. I have, oh, boy, is it 400 books now in this office that I have to like distribute? Sure. It is a lot. But I like them. And I write them, hooray, books. They are like things you can carry or see or hear. And they'll tell you a story about some stuff that didn't happen to you. But you can be like, what if this happened to me? It's happening in my head. That's what a book does. It makes stuff happen in your head. In your head.
0: That's what she said. Read my
1: books or not like it's fine it's not you know this is not one of those kind of relationships where it's dependent upon you reading my books but imagine if when you pre-order my book or like you get my book it's like you're getting a little slice of me like a little deli slice and you're feeding my dog and you're giving me a nice time i don't know what's happening
0: <laughs> <laughs> well if you want to buy some books on the internet You can always go over to our bookshop called KickBezosInTheBalls.org. And if you are listening to this very episode on October 12th, the day that it comes out, turns out bookshop is offering free shipping that day. Nice. So get on over there. I know it's actually today, the 11th too, but unless people have a time machine, they're not going to hear it uh, before the day it comes out. So on the 12th, go get yourself some books with free shipping over at KickBezosInTheBalls.org pretty exciting or if you want to actually pay for shipping go to merch.sayswhopodcast.com where you can get says who merchandise including a ton of says boo spooky halloween merchandise just for you and you can pay full freight for shipping at merch.sayswhopodcast.com stuff Uh hey, hey, Maureen! It's time to hey, come uh, on in, wrap come up on the in. cooking because we gotta we gotta get the recording. Come, on, what do come you, on, come on,
1: come on! This week we're doing it different. We're, we're, come on, come on, come on! We said oh, we're talking about soup this week. Sounds pretty good. Yeah, I got my pot out. Okay, so watch this, then. So mm. we're gonna start your soup okay. off nice base as always. We're gonna start with some aromatics. Okay. So I'm not uh, uh,
0: love a good aromatic. onion or
1: shallot. I like shallots. A little bit sweeter, okay. less oniony. Yeah. Uh, some carrot. Get that going. Mm-hmm. They'll we'll put the garlic in last. You don't want that to burn because so yeah, real okay. quick with the yep. with the oil, Sounds always great. goes in last to give that a turn. Sure. Then we're gonna put on our base vegetables. It's gonna be done. you know, got some. I just went to the farmer's market then. I carried Yum. back the world's biggest cauliflower. I have some peppers here. Zucchini, it's the time for farmers market. Everything is it's
0: gonna be delicious. booming
1: out there. Okay, so I got some, I'm gonna put that in there. Uh, we, so, anything All really right. goes, I think, in a vegetable soup like this. We got a cabbage. I mean, uh, then um, got okay. some, you know, we're going to maybe do some grains in this. We're going to put on our stock, our vegetable yeah. stock. Um, yeah, that sounds good. We want it to be, uh, there's a lot going on in the world, then. I just gotta mm-hmm. want to clear my hat out. So, I'm going to put in a scented candle. I'm just going to put that in okay, there. That's let, not. Mell- let it no, melt it's gonna be nice waxy. and slow. Just real. This one's got to pump Make any kind of spice. Soup. I'm going to put that in there. I'm mm-hmm. going to let that sink to the bottom of the pot um a little hey, potpourri uh which i don't love Ew. but it gives a little I
0: think you're little
1: crunch i've gotten a lot of fl- mail flyers for um elections mm. i'm going to I don't okay. want to use any noodles right now cutting down a carbs. I'm going to the po- put these election flyers in here we're going to stir that it's then still we're going to let that sit for a while Okay. Um, after about an hour the smells nice right smell that Can't smell the aromatics coming through with the candle and the burning paper yeah, it, it, it is on fire it yeah. is on fire because I left some of those mailers next to the burner, so there is okay, a fire. Probably
0: put that there's a out fire a going little. on in
1: the kitchen right uh-huh. now, I, and that's really yeah. bringing out the smell of it that candle. The, uh, yeah, so, I, the wall the is on fire, so there's a lot going on on the wall yeah. situation. That microwave okay. I
0: think we should maybe didn't
1: work so well go. on fire, and that's part of what you're smelling with the aromatics, uh-huh. is also microwave. Uh, uh, yeah. some, maybe a think, minor radiation. I don't, I don't
0: think it's It's really kind of going up to the
1: ceiling now, Dan, and when you get that, probably. that's probably going to flake down into the soup. That's that's going to bring in a real minerally, I don't there's just know. a kitchen fire dam now, so I think what I we just, should do is probably should get should out into the out. hallway
0: yeah.
1: and uh-huh. maybe start the show. We'll start the show in a different location, but I it, okay. everything is fine and it's just a nice so it, think it's, it's a candle really is kicking it. I'll tell you what, uh, that's, that's, now that's the scent of candle. Welcome. This is a podcast where I surprise Dan by saying "Welcome." It's not a podcast.
0: It's a coping strategy. I'm Dan. Sinker. You should see
1: him I'm morning test. He's rubbing his hand over his face with a real kind
0: It's just exhausting. Yeah. Yeah, it is, isn't it? I usually cut this part out, but I'm always saying, "Would you like to?" And then she's like, Wah! "Every week." And then she's always so pleased with herself I am every time.
1: Genuinely happy every time. I'm a happy yeah. person, well, Dan. I mean, I'm glad. I'm a happy person. Glad for you. I am a happy person. Yeah, I know. She said insistently. You're saying that
0: like I don't believe you. I believe that you are a happy person.
1: I am. Yeah. You're Maureen Johnson. I do have a... Sp- What's to not be well, happy? You're going to hear me sipping. Or we're going to move away. I have to drink a lot of water because I have a very, very sore throat. Uh-oh. I don't know if it sounds scratchy, but it feels like I'm just swallowing staples. No. But I don't. It's not COVID. Okay. I believe. How long have you had it for? A couple days. Okay. And I've tested a couple times. It's not COVID. It's okay. because it's very summery out and it's mid October, and uh-huh. it's about seventy five and sunny.
0: Wow. Really? Yeah. We have very different weather right now.
1: It's like summer out there. I mean, I went out in just a t shirt and it was hot. Okay. So it is beautiful out there, but I think that there's a ton of allergens in the air. In my yeah. Also, I live in New York and the air is just disgusting. So, you know.
0: I think that there is a lot going around in addition to COVID. Yeah. There is a lot. There's a lot being passed around right now.
1: Hey, why not? I take a COVID test every time I don't. I even have the slightest twinge in my throat. I'm like, they're free. I'm getting paid back for them. Yeah. Use them. I should have bought more in England. Then, when the boxes were yeah, ten you pounds for five, cheap. which is ten dollars, yeah. and I only—that's—I only bought one that's
0: box. That's silly. When I go
1: back in December, I'm going to buy like five hundred boxes. Man,
0: you are just in constant motion. Dan, it's like you didn't travel, and now all you do is travel. How did I not get COVID there? It's this is a true mystery. I know, right? To me, at this point, I—you should be studied.
1: I know. I feel like I've lived through New York. I've lived through like the burning of New York and the, you know, just. But uh, Oscar just got his uh, super booster yesterday. Yeah. But I have to tell you something about Oscar. Okay. Oscar has to go to the doctor.
0: To get his boost?
1: No, he got his boost at Walgreens. Okay. But he needs to go to the doctor for something else. Okay. A month ago, he hurt his finger.
0: Okay. And
1: it's swelling and he can't wear his wedding ring on that finger because it swells around it. Okay. Here's the thing. He hurt his finger in a bouncy castle. <laughs> <laughs> I know.
0: I was running through scenarios in my head as you said he hurt his finger. Uh-huh. To figure out what it would be that a person would hurt their finger and it would swell, but you wouldn't really go to a doctor for a while. And Bouncy Castle didn't, didn't even come enter up, into yeah. it. No.
1: You know, he...
0: Mostly because um, I was thinking about things that full-grown adults would mm-hmm. do to hurt their finger mm-hmm. and not children. Right.
1: So Oscar works pretty much constantly. He is always on the grind. But every once, in yeah. his, like every once in a blue moon, his work does a thing that's like we okay. realize you're all falling to pieces. So here's a weird thing you're all gonna do.
0: <laughs> so we're going to do this for real and make you all jump in a bouncy castle.
1: Yes. So there was like a bouncy castle that was built on Times Square or something, and a ball pit. Sure. And it was like an adult bouncy castle ball pit situation, and his work was like, okay, everybody's going to the ball pit and the bouncy castle and he went and he hurt his hand and he hasn't been able to really bend that finger since what the fuck
0: what was the inciting incident that finally made him decide that he needed to go to the doctor
1: uh well he had to take his wedding ring off for a while because in Greece even he couldn't he couldn't get it off his finger (laughs) My God, we had to kind of butter it off his finger because it was swelling around it (laughs) (laughs) and we thought it would just kind of go away but he I thought it had had but he's like no it's still and I was like you need to go to the doctor man so we called nurse mom and she talked through it she's like yeah he needs to go to like a make sure he didn't injure his tendon like he needs to go to the doctor get his hand checked out and I'm like now you have to go to the doctor and tell him that you hurt your hand in a bouncy castle
0: a month ago a
1: month ago so we got that going for us
0: that yeah that's a good time yeah Bouncy castles are one of those things as a parent that um, seem insane Mm -hmm. that they are legal and allowed and that children are encouraged to do them because you're basically just, it is like, let's have a birthday party where everyone gets head injuries Mm. by clonking into each other or uh, where grown adults hurt their fingers.
1: Have you ever gone to one of those places? It's like all trampolines.
0: I've never been to a trampoline place, but there are all bouncy castle places. There's one in the Chicagoland area that has a few things and it's called Pump It Up. And uh, I've been to multiple birthday parties at Pump It Up before where you it's like a big warehouse. And there are like probably a dozen gigantic inflatable bouncy castles and bouncy slides and things like that.
1: Yeah, I've always looked at those trampoline places because everything is trampolines. It's just trampolines yeah. everywhere. And I'm like, that would be great. I'm like, I know I would get on there and hate it so much.
0: I just feel like that's another like they must just have an, an ambulance idling in the back at all times.
1: Did I ever tell you about the time I trapezed to down?
0: Mm, I don't believe that you have.
1: Well, There is a video of this somewhere online.
0: OK, it
1: was back when I occasionally made videos. And uh, I lost a bet, so I said I would go to the the place that teaches you. it's in New York. I don't know if it's still here. They would teach you trapezing. You know, like anybody okay. could go in and have a lesson. Yeah. And it seems so like, oh, you know, they put you in a harness. You're so you're all harnessed up, and then you kind of hop up on this thing, and then you climb up the this ladder. You get on a platform and they like and then you hold the trapeze and then they like and then you swing and there's a net and you think it's like oh it's nothing. Dan? Yeah. How high above the net are you? Trapeze high. I oh wow. I mean you're trapeze high. You're fully trapeze high. So okay. I don't know, 20 feet, 30 feet. Like it's
0: Jesus. Okay. Like you're
1: properly high. Yeah. Now then they do have you harnessed or something like I remember there I had a harness on but I don't really know why because they clip you onto something again I don't Mm -hmm. know what because once you get up there so I was like this is no big deal and then I started my way up the ladder and halfway up the ladder then I felt this kind of shift like my whole body polarity shifted and my brain kind of moved and I entered a state of such profound panic That I became almost paralyzed. Like it was one of those where you actually start to like go into a blind terror. Yeah. And I got to the top to the platform, which sways a bit. And there's just a guy up there and he's making sure you're clipped in and everything. And I'm like, I don't, I'm terrified. But really the only way down is the trapeze.
0: Because you're going to trapeze and then just drop into the net.
1: Correct. But at this point, my whole body is like swaying and I'm like, oh, God, I can't do this. He's like, it's okay. It's okay. Then they have to reach out with a hook to pull the trapeze in.
0: Yeah, And then you look down and
1: you're looking 25, 30 feet down and you're reaching for this thing. You have to get to the edge of the platform and kind of reach for it. Uh,
0: No, this is horrible. And then
1: you just have to jump. Yeah. And then I just swung, swung. Swung. Dropped. Dan, I constantly refer to it as the worst thing I've ever done.
0: It sounds horrible, it, frankly.
1: I, it was that moment on the platform where I was like, no, 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 no. 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 Oh, I'm going. I guess I'm going. Oh, God. Yeah. And that was it. I don't know, Dan. Anyway, Bouncy Castle Oscar. Look, Dan, we said last week. That we weren't going to talk about the news. That we yeah. were just going to talk about soup. You know why, Dan? You know why, why we Maureen? said that? No. Because it's all. Because
0: we love soup. Oh, I do
1: love soup. I've made two kinds of soup this week. I'll get there.
0: I'm not a big soup guy. Oh, man. Really? Yeah. love soup. I like soup with like a crusty bread. But if I'm being honest with myself, I think it's mostly a vehicle for the crusty bread.
1: I love soup so much. I make so okay. much soup. I have two kinds of soup I've made right now. I've made a a butternut squash bisque with some ginger and light coconut milk.
0: Sounds and great. I've made an
1: Italian minestrone with all those green market vegetables and a scented oh, candle. Yeah. So
0: Yeah. Wait, what?
1: Um I think it was the fact that we are we've we've been in places before with this podcast, certainly over the last six years, where we've covered a lot of news.
0: It's true. That is, uh, that, is, that is what we've done.
1: This week or this period, though, is one of the few times where I've just said out loud, okay, just stop it. <laughs> and I think what it was, was things like Joe Biden coming out and saying, we're so close to Armageddon.
0: Yeah, that seems like he should have maybe finessed that messaging a little more.
1: And you know what? I wasn't even bothered. Yeah. I was like, okay. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, it's not great right now. But then... I think it's not great. To me, it's not great for a couple of reasons. Like, one, there's certainly the, like, all the shit that's happening in Ukraine and how fucking terrifying it is every second about kind of what direction it's going to go and where it's going to escalate and all that. And then there's sort of this weird a month out from election day sort of calm before the storm feeling too, where it's like, like I feel sort of like I'm walking up some very rickety broken steps Mm -hmm. and I'm waiting for them to break at any minute. Or uh, you're
1: climbing a ladder on a trapeze and you know that all you've got at the top is more trapeze.
0: Yeah. Why did,
1: can I just, Mm. why did they not
0: have the beginner trapeze that was only like, eight feet off the ground seems like they could have done that
1: yeah to get you and it not like up. you
0: were gonna go like from one swing on the trapeze to like main eventing ringling brothers or something like they could have had a just essentially like a swingy monkey yeah, bar. 10
1: 10 feet lower at least yeah
0: you just need it high enough that your feet aren't gonna drag
1: i hated it so much I mean it sounds horrible. Oh, it was awful. And some people love it. Like some people get up there and it's like the greatest thing that they've ever done. Me? Yeah. Not so much.
0: <laughs> no. Or
1: maybe some people are like they hated the first time and then they kept going back and doing it and they were like, I love it now. Right.
0: Cause they their life is the circus.
1: Look, Dan, if it makes you happy, trapeze away. But sure. I, I'm just saying that there's a lot of um Real trouble, hyperbole trouble. But also, Dan, on Thursday, two things are happening. Now, me personally, I'm getting in a car and going to Philadelphia. Yeah, I'm specifically going to the place that is like one of those hotbed places where everything could be decided. My parents live there, which means I'm going to be balls deep in Dr. Oz signs.
0: Yeah. Your parents, not to not put too fine a point on it, but like Pennsylvania is a battleground state where it could all be decided. And then they are like within the center of the Venn diagram of the like straight places where in Pennsylvania, like it is like it's one of those powers of 10 videos where you just keep going in closer and closer and they are still at that decider point
1: whenever people are like how did trump get elected i'm like let me take you for a walk and i will show you why because apparently i know all the voters who elected him here they are yeah (laughs) one guy running for governor was literally there on on the 6th of january that guy that guy is terrifying he's running oz is running oz is still running and this week dr oz made a campaign video of himself talking and he's standing in front of hitler's car Now, Dan. oh who are the people that who 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 has this phone who is doing this or maybe they hate him maybe they hate him <laughs> maybe that i didn't know that yes he he did a speech in front and recorded it in front of hitler's car what why is Hitler's car in Pennsylvania? I don't know where he did the speech, but it was in some big museum where they ha- and one of the many things they have is Hitler's car, and he gave his whole speech okay. in front of Hitler's car, and everyone Perfect. was like, is he, dude? Are you standing in front of Hitler's car?" Oz is a real ding dong. Yeah, for a do- like he is the dumbest doctor alive. I don't understand anything. I never, I mean, I I never got over the crudité video down. I never did. uh,
0: uh, Understandable. I think that one of the things that the COVID ongoing COVID pandemic has proven out is that not everyone in the medical profession is particularly smart or trustworthy or uh, knows what the fuck they're talking about, Mm -hmm. I think. So, yeah, he's, he's not a smart doctor. But he's not alone in not being a smart doctor. Yeah, I just... I thought we were talking about soup.
1: Well, then I'm just saying, I'm going to be absolutely balls deep in Dr. Oscience. And the second thing that's happening, then, is that at 1 p.m., we're getting our long-awaited January 6th hearing.
0: It's true, finally. Yeah. Are you excited? Uh, not really.
1: <laughs> like, I...
0: It's a one and done. Mm.
1: There's going to be more. They said there might be more.
0: No, they've said they've now said this is it.
1: So this is it. This the, is the this is the series finale?
0: This is the series finale. Like randomly on a Thursday in October.
1: October surprise. Damn, what are they going to have?
0: I mean, right before the September one was canceled, the big Rumor was that they have footage from the Roger Stone uh, documentary that was being made and that they were going to show parts of that. I think the idea was they were going to show just how tied in the kind of uh, people closest to Trump were to the people that were actively storming the castle, the castle. They were storming the (laughs) castle, the Capitol.
1: Uh, well, they they did interview. Let's see here. This is from USA Today. After eight blockbuster hearings in June to July. Okay. Committee hasn't announced its agenda of the witnesses. I think we can look forward to maybe some announcements today, Dan. Who knows? Uh, committee Who knows? members have discussed information dealing with political operative Roger Stone. How much members of former President Donald Trump's cabinet discussed moving him from office. Fake electors, the Trump campaign organized in states Joe Biden won, and Trump fundraising after the twenty twenty election. Uh also, you know, they interviewed Ginny Thomas. Yep. So uh, you know. You know, I, I was well, you know. I was expecting more enthusiasm
0: Dan. I'm kinda of burned out of the September, January sixth hearings. Hmm. <laughs> like I just, I'm not sure what their end goal is at this point. I feel like for me, they started hot and then they sort of lost their thread. I don't know the story that they're telling me anymore. And like doing a one and done uh, where they're wrapping it up. I don't know. Like, it's just strange. I mean, they certainly know that they are all but over come election day. You know, if the Democrats lose the House, clearly that committee is no longer going to be the case. But even if uh, even if the Democrats are able to hang on, you know, uh, Liz Cheney is not going to be uh, around post uh, with the new Congress and, and that sort of thing. So, like, I think they basically know they're done. I don't know what the purpose is of doing one more.
1: I mean, Dan, I don't know if you know this. But they seized the capital, like they invaded the capital on January sixth, twenty twenty-one, and nobody has done anything about it. I mean, they have arrested Correct. some people. That's been done, truly, but it just happened, Dan. It just fucking yeah. happened. Oh yeah, and that happened. if. It feels like it doesn't matter. <laughs> and I think that's why we're talking about soup, Dan, because like our brains have turned into soup a little bit. I mean, just
0: my brain is very soupy this week. Then you're, for sure. You're probably
1: not going to want to hear this, Dan. Um, okay. Because just in the background, when I went to look up the January 6th stuff, there was some breaking news that I don't know if you saw yet, but I'm going to tell you. Okay. Vice World News, uh, it's being reported everywhere. Elon Musk spoke directly with Russian President, President Vladimir Putin before tweeting a proposal to end the war in Ukraine that would have seen territory permanently ceded to Russia.
0: Yep. I mean, that was so clear from that tweet and it, that contained all sorts of highly detailed and very Russian information mm. that Elon Musk would not just kind of conjure out of nowhere.
1: And everyone is now tweeting about something called the Logan Act, which forbids, I guess, private citizens from speaking to uh, somebody.
0: He has, I saw him on Twitter. He has already denied it. Oh, okay. But, uh, you know, he is, he is at least denied and granted this is not under oath or anything like that, but he is denied that he has talked directly to him, mm. but. I think that, you know, he could have easily been speaking with an intermediary or something like that, because, again, I think I said this last episode, Elon Musk does not care or knew until some conversation that uh, you needed to guarantee water rights to Crimea. Like, that just isn't a thing that he's thinking about ever. But he tweeted it.
1: Yeah, then there's a lot of that kind of stuff, like the whole terrible will they, won't they with Elon Musk buying Twitter and, you know, yeah. Joe Biden, a man saying Armageddon a lot. And just, you know, I got this sore throat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but anyway, soup.
1: You, well, you say you don't like soup. I don't like soup, but when
0: we spoke before we started recording, you were like, "Well, it's just that our brains are soup."
1: Yeah, our brains are soup, but we're sliding into and what this is what we're saying is that we're we're in a real juicy October. This is yeah. a juicy October. The weather is lush. The vegetables are plentiful. It feels like summer it's here. True. Even that's why I got It feels
0: the- like it feels like fall here but a beautiful fall. Yeah, we have had a couple of absolute stunner weeks here in the Chicago area. It's been a little brisk in the morning, it's been sunny and gorgeous. This like this is everything I like about fall. It's been the last 2 weeks of weather here.
1: We had 5 days of pounding crazy intense rain and then it was like boom, we got a second summer.
0: Oh, boom. Yeah, we didn't we didn't ever get the second summer. We had uh The actual first day of fall, it just like, boom, it was fall. they have never seen it like that. It was 80 degrees a day before. The first day of fall was like 55.
1: Well, what I'm saying, Dan, is that we are on this cusp. And we all know everyone's like midterms. Yeah. The 2022 midterms. And here we are. Less than four weeks away. What we're three weeks away from these 2020 midterms. Oh, yeah. It matters a lot. Sure. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we, we feel kind of dead inside. And that is why we need some <laughs> soup. That's why, and this, we need to, like, we need some nourishment because I see it in your eyes. I feel it in my throat. There's just a bit of, okay, enough of this shit. Yeah. And that's the trouble when you hit with the enough of this shit. So I'm not feeling it, Dan. I'm not feeling it. I hear you. And that's the thing is we got to feel it. But I'm not feeling yeah. it. I just want to make soup and write stuff and go out in the sunshine, and do healthy things.
0: That sounds nice.
1: Is it? That's the right thing to Writing, do, isn't it?
0: Eating good food and going out in the sunshine. Yeah. That sounds perfect. I
1: know, right? Yeah. So why does it feel wrong?
0: Because you have a, a very active guilt complex. Mm.
1: Also, because we are veering into midterm elections, there's so much wrong in the world in this country. We're facing massive climate change. Some of you know, people are being flooded. I mean, so as we talk, some people are flooded. My friends in Seattle can't breathe because of all the fire. Like, there's a giant war going on. Everyone keeps saying Armageddon, and I'm walking along like Mr. Magoo.
0: kids love a mr magoo that's
1: right i'm just saying this is about this is not a podcast it's a coping strategy why are we checking out dan i i don't know
0: but it is definitely true like i usually sit down to write show notes you know in the morning we record around midday And I sit down to kind of write everything. And I sat down and I was just like, what has happened Hmm. this week? And, like, usually I know what has happened in the week. And I certainly know sort of on broad strokes, especially on kind of Ukraine level stuff, what has happened this week. But, like, what has happened this week? I don't know. Like, and I... I. Yeah, I think part of it is sort of we are in this weird time where it feels like everything is happening and nothing is happening simultaneously, at least in the United States, right? Because of the impeding election and the election coverage right now is that kind of, if you look at it too closely, it will make you bananas because Everything is so close, or at least the the things that matter are so close that one day it will be like, this is happening. Okay, phew. And then the next day it's like, this is not going to happen. Shit. And um, that way lies madness eventually. Like, it's like we're living in this tug of war that will not stop yanking us in every possible direction. And that is hard to live through.
1: I will say this, Dan about this Mm -hmm. election, and one thing to kind of keep in mind is school boards. They're on the ballot. And this is something I... I'm getting a little life in my system thinking about this. Dan, I told Mm -hmm. you that the night before I... I, So I had to... The night before I was going to go to England, I had to leave at 4 a.m. the next morning. And my publicist sends me an email in the evening around 5 that says, Hey, can you be on CNN at 9? Right, and I was like, "What?" And they said they want you to be a talking head on CNN at nine, talking about book banning. And I was like, "Oh, like I was just standing in a pile of laundry, trying to get everything ready to go <laughs> at four in the morning." I was like, "What? Why CNN?" I've been asked to be a talking head on CNN once before about something, and I was like, "Yeah." At first, my impulse was like, "Well, kind of." Like, do I want to get yeah. my shit together? spend the next four hours prepping and like then putting on some makeup and finding a quiet spot with no dog to be on CNN talking about book banning. And then I realized my answer was no, I really don't. Um, yeah. I really. And I wrote to you and I was like, I don't want to do this and I shouldn't do it. And you're like, don't do it. And here's why yeah. I wasn't ready. First of all, I had no sheets ready. I had no information ready. Um, Cause if I'm actually going to go on CNN or some show to try to talk about t- Book banning, but I'm going to try to use that time wisely, because yeah. book banning is fucking everywhere right now. Oh yeah, it is fucking everywhere. I've been—I ch- mean, we, we're all challenged. Like, if you write a book, you're just going to be challenged. It's just like the bottom line. I've yeah. had book challenges for years now. Like, I've—you know—it's just part of the part of the thing. But it is really, really going going full throttle right now. And so I said, no, because I wasn't ready. And quite frankly, I didn't want to put on any makeup or pants. Like, I just was like, fuck it. I don't. I also didn't want a bunch of random you who's just just at replying me on Twitter with some dumb bullshit. I was like, it's not worth it. It's not a good venue if I'm not ready. Um, But what is the venue is your school boards. Now, some school board people are fantastic. And they work so hard. But there are a lot of school boards because it's just one of those things people can run for and anybody can do it. And some of them are full of the most absolute ding dongs of ding dongs. It's just people that want to run for something so that they can run for something. And then they control a lot of what happens in the schools. Oh, yeah. And they're just some, some of them are great, but a lot of them are ding-dongs. And they are the ones removing books and materials. And what a lot of these materials about, you Dan, even though my throat hurts, I'm getting some spirit back.
0: Yeah, I'm hearing what it.
1: What they're trying to remove right now, among a lot of other things, so that there's always the basics, anything LGBTQ, uh i you know every uh i plus you know every everything on that spectrum they always go after that um yeah but what they're really going after now is a lot of c r t or anything that they consider critical race theory basically yeah. you're a black person or a uh any kind of indigenous person if you're uh I don't even know if they're going, they're not, it's, it tends to be books written by black people and maybe sometimes right. books written by indigenous people. It's a yeah. lot of it. But it's anything that challenges the idea that, that everything wasn't great. That there were problems and that there exist problems. Huge fucking problems. Huge fucking problems in policing. Huge fucking problems in jails. Huge fucking problems in criminal justice. The whole way we think of it the whole idea that the founding fathers weren't the best. Yeah. Weren't super smart. Weren't, yeah. you know, slave owners and like didn't regard black people's people and like all the other. And some of their shit ideas are not so good. Thank you. We have a fucking electoral college. Yeah. A lot of. Also,
0: even their good ideas are deeply out of date. Yeah. Because that was fucking hundreds of years ago. Second
1: amendment. So. A lot of it, really, when you boil, you drill down into what they're challenging now, is they're trying to get books by black people out of schools. Yeah. Uh, it's really just what they're kind of doing. And yeah. um, now I've told you, Dan, that sometimes Maureen goes on Facebook. And I've stopped because be. real, I don't. I don't do it anymore, largely because all it ever shows me is sad things happening dogs. And I'm like, I'm out. Like, that's all it had needed to do. And I was out. Like, I didn't have to even, I just don't look at it. What I, I yeah. noticed that someone I knew from high school, their husband ran for, and won, a seat on a school board. And this is the yeah. person I always was like, that posted the worst stuff I'd ever seen. Okay. That person's husband is on a school board. Perfect. I was like, okay. And I know that they, one of the things they did was get masking out of schools and get the schools reopened. Right. That was like one of their big tenants. I was like, all right. So also they're going to try to cut a lot of really necessary programs and like there was a challenge and they, you know, it's, but people lose their jobs. Um, a librarian who supported my book years ago, lost her job over it. She went down with the ship. Yeah. They're also being threatened a lot. Oh yeah. Librarians now are being threatened in ways that, um, it was like, I was talking about Terps the other day, how they keep popping up in person. To kind of intimidate yeah. people and threaten people. Right. Um, or follow people to the bathroom. Like they did with Eddie Izzard, who's running for office in England. because She's amazing. And she needed to go to the bathroom. And they literally followed her and like took pictures of her going into the bathroom. Yeah. It's like, oh, creeps. You're fucking creeps. You know what? Yeah. Turfs, you're a bunch of fucking creeps. Sorry. Anyway. Oh, f-
0: fucking creeps. Okay.
1: I just need to say, you guys, turfs are creeps. Um, but... If you see the school board on your ballot, look into those people running. Or if you're a Sosuvian,
0: maybe it's maybe you should be running for school board. I mean, I think the thing that is important to realize with school board elections, with a lot of the very small sort of what feel like, quote unquote, inconsequential roles, is... All of that shit has been weaponized and systematized by the right now. Like school board elections, like in, especially in Florida, I think, the I think it's the Miami Dade school board. Like there are multiple proud boys on the school yeah. board now, you know, like there are, uh, like that is a thing now Yeah, it is like fully systematized run for school board. It started, I mean, it's been going for a long time. I remember being in school and the religious, right. You know, as we called it back then was running for school boards and, and that sort of thing. But, you know, it has had a, um, it has had a rejuvenation in the kind of the absolute shit ass combination of anti-masking, anti-vax shit, turfism and racism Mm -hmm. right like those three absolute wonderful fucking hellscapes have all combined to be like school boards are where it's at oh yeah also uh, even lesser known library boards there are a lot of library boards that are now trying to be taken over by far-right reactionary pieces of shit. white nationalists including the the uh the suburban chicago suburban suburb of niles has been in a lockdown drag out battle in with their library board in terms of it being taken over by far rightists that are trying to it's a very 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 um there's a lot of migrants in that town and so the library has you know been catering to many different language speakers for a long time and the the fucking far right board is trying to remove foreign language books in the fucking library like that kind of shit
1: this is this is the thing where wherever you are scrutinizing that part of the ballot i i used to work um so when i was in college i and during the summers and sometimes other times i would work um at the school that my mom was the nurse, which was the biggest technical high school in pennsylvania Mm -hmm. huge and i would work as a secretary And whenever the school board meetings were happening, it was like, it was like how people prepare for royalty. It was like when I see the preparations for the fucking coronation, it was like that. And I eventually (sighs) went to one of these meetings just to like kind of check it out. And I was just astonished at how stupid these people were. One guy fell asleep during the meeting. Like one guy was, uh, somebody in the audience was bringing up some really, really good point and like the, the school board, other school board, was like, "Just shut up! Like, just go away!" Already got up and walked away and walked out. And yeah, just went home. It wow. was, but they were just also unbelievably arrogant. Yeah, it was shocking, and I was like, "Oh, it's it's a very very powerful." And you guys probably already know this. Many of you are in education and uh, or just know so much about your local school boards. But goddamn, if you're a YA author, school boards are all up, uh, all up our ass. And um, I can talk to you guys about this, But they uh, are ripping books out of the libraries. They are really causing a lot of trouble and sometimes violence for librarians and other media specialists and teachers. And um, they are definitely trying to, that's always their baseline, is they've always been trying to remove any books about gender spectrums or sexualities or anything Right. Like that. They were always trying to do that. And now they are absolutely positively I mean, straight up promoting a white nationalist program. I mean, oh, yeah. in some places, like it is just absolute direct line. So uh, look at that part of your ballot, and that's a good. I'm going to see so many Dr. Oz signs. Dan, what do I do? Yeah, do are. I have to go up and down Do I have to go up and down the street and knock on doors and be like, "Please don't vote for Dr. Oz?" Uh I don't
0: think that that's an undertaking that you should do. Just wildcat style. Yeah, some of these like... people will shoot me. Well, and just it's—I don't think it's particularly effective. Just like, if okay, you're just sort of. All
1: right, here I'm gonna—I'm gonna role play this. Are you ready? All right. Knock knock.
0: Uh, hel- Hi. Hello. Hi, it's me. No soliciting. It's
1: me, Maureen. I'm. I. I used. Yeah. to, I lived here. I grew up here. Uh-huh. Are you vote for Doctor Oz? Yes. Why?
0: Uh, like the Doctor Oz.
1: But why? Have you heard that guy talk?
0: Yeah, I, I just the Trump told me.
1: Okay, but have you heard that guy talk? Did you ever see I the mean, Grita- yeah. Did you ever see the crudité video?
0: No, he wasn't
1: even in a Wegman's.
0: What's where was he? In a
1: Redner's. I
0: hate Redners.
1: Yeah, well, he was in a Redner's, and he said he was. I'm a Wegman's guy. Well, he said he was in Wegman's, and he was in Redners. He didn't even know what what supermarket he was gonna dip raw asparagus into salsa as a snack.
0: That's disgusting. Don't you want to barf? Yeah. Are you still going to vote Horrible. for him?
1: Yeah. Why? It's
0: just how it Should works. I go? Yeah. All right, I'm going to go next door. I'm going to shoot you.
1: Okay. That, I kind of think, is how it would go.
0: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, certainly, I don't think, A, I don't think you have a great deal of free time, but B, if you did, mm-hmm. like, you know, looking up the you know the call stuff or uh oh i just got an email maureen from the sticker producer saying my proof is here
1: oh, stickers are so good dan just open an etsy so store just open an etsy store
0: i gotta tell you that uh they're real good i don't this month. you guys
1: i don't know you talk to him look at those, those also i got an email dan guess who's whose new planner is on the way I was, I was going to do that, but let me just finish my thought
0: first and then I was actually going to ask you mm-hmm. about the fact that I still see your old planner in the background. Yeah. Um, you can look up the... I'm sure that the Fetterman campaign has a call tool, uh, potentially a, you know, a la carte door knocking tool with a script, but certainly it would have a call tool, you know, and, uh, you know, you could use that. But yeah, I wouldn't just sort of... Decide! I'm gonna go convince my neighbors without any level of like mm. uh, strategy. I got plan. There, oh good! Okay, it
1: involves a wheelie cart, a very small portable generator, and this weird risotto rice rice maker thing I own. Here's what. Here's my plan. You ready? I'm uh-huh. Make soup. Then I'm gonna put the generator, little generator, tiny one, in the cart with the plug. It in. I have the little insta pot in there with the soup and some little cups. Uh-huh. And I, okay, don't to try it again. i going to knock on your door. Knock, knock. Uh huh.
0: Hi. I go away. Hi.
1: Um, uh huh. Are you going to vote for Dr. Oz? Yeah. Okay, you like soup?
0: Yes. I mean, yeah.
1: What's your favorite soup?
0: Uh, I like the uh, chunky soup. I made a chunky soup. Kind of chunky soup you got there?
1: Uh, What kind do you like?
0: Philly cheesesteak chunky yeah, soup.
1: that's This is Philly cheesesteak chunky
0: soup. Extra chunky. It's real chunky. Extra steak. So much. Extra bread. Yep.
1: But I'll give you a Wh- free cup of the soup if you... Wh- whiz? Yeah. What do you think I am? Of course. It's mostly whiz. Onion? No. No. It's whiz. It's a lot of whiz. It's got...
0: Like a good whiz. got
1: bread floating in it and little pieces mm. of steakums.
0: Yeah. It's, like a wet bread.
1: It's it's real thick and yellow.
0: Like it's it. It's just
1: a kind of whack I like the soup the, like y- you're
0: describing my soup. Yeah.
1: You want a cup of this shit? I do. If you promise not to vote for Dr. Oz, I will give you a cup of I'm this.
0: I'm still shit. voting for Dr. Oz, but I will take that now, soup. I'm not giving
1: you the soup, I'm backing away.
0: I'ma shoot you.
1: I'm backing away.
0: I'ma take your soup. Don't at take my point. fucking soup. Oh, fuck it. It's my soup. No, now. it's not
1: your soup. Put your gun down. This is my soup. It is not your Get your hands off my rice. Meat. Get your hands off my this cart. Is... Fuck it. Get I'm my gonna, get off
0: my. I will give you back your instant pot. I'm gonna just pour this into Don't my own my soup. receptacle. my I'm gonna be right back. God damn it. Here's your instant pot. Did you
1: just pour it into your Thank sink? Thank you for the soup. You just filled your sink with mm-hmm. my soup.
0: I put I closed the drain first.
1: That's disgusting.
0: I can water it down automatically. Ugh. Jesus, if it starts to congeal, I just pour a little extra. Just turn the faucet. You know on. what?
1: Fuck you. Fuck you and your.
0: It's going well, Maureen. Fuck you and
1: your fucking Trump sign, the big banner you have in front of your house that says "Trump won." Get over it. Go fuck yourself. Yeah,
0: but, yeah, but I got soup. You don't got nothing. What you
1: have is some just tepid cheese whiz with some weird shit I found that's, in it. That's
0: what I like.
1: That is what they like. Yeah, people would eat that.
0: Yeah, what did you think when you knocked on this door? To be honest, that's what I like. That
1: was a full-on offering in my high school cafeteria. It was called hot cheese with cheese. Mm. And it was just an (laughs) Amoroso roll. (laughs) So it was an Amoroso roll that had a piece of cheese, and like a plain piece of of American cheese in the middle. Then it was wrapped in that like kind of deli tinfoil kept Uh mildly warm so the cheese didn't entirely melt but it was sort of melted it depended on the heat of the thing but then for 25 cents more you could get a cup of cheese was on the side so you could dip your hot cheese into Mm. cheese
0: into cheese and a lot
1: of times people just got pretzels for lunch and dip them into cheese but that was a full on like lunch component was just tepid cheese cheese with
0: cheese Mm
1: -hmm. hot cheese with cheese hot cheese with hot cheese (laughs) it was not a very looking back on it there was nothing nutritious about our high school. Like it was the offerings. When I see offerings now, when schools are like, we have a coffee bar and like a sushi bar or whatever, a salad or any vegetable at all. I'm like, wow, fancy you have broccoli. We never saw broccoli. It was garbage.
0: Oh yeah. A
1: hundred percent garbage. (laughs) I don't think
0: I ever ate a hot food in high school. I don't think I ever got the food there. I was just brought a lunch.
1: I got my lunch every day at the cafeteria and my entire senior year lunch was a Diet Pepsi and a pack of peanut butter and peanut butter crackers. It cost 95 cents total. Wow. It's what I ate every day. That's
0: not enough food.
1: It somehow sustained me. I don't know why. I guess I ate a lot at home, but yeah, pack of cheese cracker, a pack of these peanut butter crackers and a Diet Pepsi. That was every single day. Well, Maureen, back to soup. That's not nutritious. Soup is nutritious. Like, why didn't they have soup? Like, that's just an... Maybe they did have soup, but I don't think anybody ate it. Maybe they had soup.
0: So I have already admitted that I'm not much of a soup guy. I like soup. I love soup. But it's never something I'm seeking out. I love it. But the, like, um, industrial strength vat of soup at a buffet or a diner or something that skews me. Oh, out I mean so yeah that's to
1: be that's good. But you go somewhere we
0: were on the ferries in outside Seattle and they all have cafeterias because they're like um awesome <clears throat> mostly and from like a different era and also cater to commuters. So they have cafeterias on the ferries. And all of them had the, like, vat of hot clam chowder. Mm, mm. Hot and clam. That was gross hey, to me. Hey, you
1: want a hot clam? Hey, buddy. Okay, we am going to try this one more time. I'm going to knock on your door. Okay.
0: Hello. Hey, buddy. You want, You're back again. You wanna, Thanks for the soup. I just finished You it. want a hot clam? Great. You want a hot clam? Yeah, I do. Okay.
1: Are you going to vote for Dr. Oz? Hot
0: cl- yes, I am.
1: What do I need to make for you that makes you Navo for Dr. Oz?
0: You need to make the fuck out of my lawn. Get the fuck out I of I got here. all these
1: hot clams.
0: I'm gonna take the, your hot clams.
1: I warmed them by holding them between my thighs for a period okay, of
0: this is getting very forty-five
1: gross. minutes just till they got tepid and rubbery. That's the best. Room temperature. I put some in my pockets. Yeah, just some in my pockets, and like I kind of squeezed a couple against with mm. my arms against my ribs. Deeply uncomfortable. I was just like right holding now. clams against my ribcage yeah. like that at night. Okay. I did it at night, and I was yeah. like, I gotta hold my arms yeah. in place. And I don't warm, think that you're making a
0: great case for your candidate. For being honest
1: here, uh, if you don't vote, I will go away. If you promise not to vote for Doctor Oz, uh, I mean, that is that is tempting. I'm just holding these.
0: The reality is that it was probably 50 50 whether I was really I'm getting holding, out on election day anyway. I'm holding
1: the clams between my You're knees. You're going to leave and never come back? If you promise, and I will follow you because I will come fucking back. If you uh, have heard Dr. Oz, I will come back and I will tell you about these clams I have between my knees. I don't, I don't want to you gotta promise any of that. You want to promise? Okay. You win. You yeah, win. I'm going to go
0: away now. Going away. Thank God. But I will be
1: back if you vote for Oz.
0: I'm not gonna, I'm just finish eating this soup tepid
1: clams
0: gross I'm gonna
1: fill your mailbox with tepid clams That's
0: so gross <laughs> every part of that was
1: disgusting man.
0: every part of that was horrible uh-huh. it was like a nightmare right
1: but it's effective
0: it was very effective I'm going to I still think probably in reality you would get shot
1: I'm going to weaponize this soup against yeah, Oz. I think
0: they would be weaponizing your
1: ass Listen, it's tepid clams. Ugh. Uh-huh. Mm, just horrible. Yeah. Just horrible. Pocket clams.
0: It's just
1: horrible. Pocket Says clams. who? Ugh. Pocket clams. Pocket clams. Dan, we are going to have so, so much news now. to talk about. We're going to have, I'm going to have so many reports from the ground. Yeah. I'm going to, well, I'll, I'm getting a ride at 9 a.m. so I can be there by noon To be ready to sit in front of the TV and watch. Because remember, I was going to try to watch it on a plane.
0: Yeah, you were. You're really committed to the January 6th I am
1: 100% committed to the... I want to get there in time to walk the dog, get her tired, so I can sit down and watch this whole goddamn year with my mother. And then I'm going to walk through the neighborhood and see... All these fucking di- and whoever that Master Monaco guy or whatever the the real the guy whose name I hate yeah. him so much I refuse to even learn his yeah. name.
0: He seems to be trailing significantly.
1: He is. I mean, Oz is not trailing as much as he should be.
0: Right. I'm gonna see C- the, the 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 guy running for governor is 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 trailing much further than Oz is.
1: What do you think my DMs to you are gonna be like when I'm down in Philly? <sighs>
0: I just thought about them. I don't it's even It's just going to just gonna be photographs, isn't in. it,
1: of Dr. Oz signs and. <sighs> Dan, what if. They're
0: going to be exhausted? What
1: about a soup that. Do you like Hamburger Helper?
0: Uh, I've had Hamburger mm-hmm. Helper.
1: It's like I, meat. I like. Meat a, noodles. Yeah. What if it was. It's
0: like you. Yeah. What
1: if it was like meat noodles, but just kind of looser, just a little loose, loose noodle with a little meat floating in it i mean that's like i mean what you're
0: sort of describing there is a is like a midwestern hot dish yeah like a, a loose loose
1: thing. loose meat yeah loose
0: meat and certainly i've eat, eaten my way around a
1: bunch of loose meat a hot dish mm-hmm. before all right
0: where you would you make with a can of soup but, there you uh, go you know like a condensed can of soup that you fuck
1: don't fuck yeah condense here little, you, you take the little, little
0: like condense of uh mushroom and soup you, or cheese you soup turn and the can and it goes and some loose meat
1: <clears throat> and it kind of lands yeah. in a kind of gelatinous and it kind of flat like the yeah. bottom goes yeah. but the top still has a can shape like a little yeah like a bell kind of yeah do you remember how my parents lived next to a bell factory, Dan? <laughs>
0: I do remember that.
1: And I'm going back to the hometown, back to the Bell Factory, back to the cheese and the pretzels and the Oz signs and the loose soup, the loose soup of it all.
0: Nothing will go wrong. I
1: eat so much garbage when I'm at my parents' house because they have like no nutritious food. I'm always eating like Dorito dust.
0: If I lived down there, all I would eat are those absolutely delicious soft pretzels that y'all
1: have. It's so hard not to just eat soft pretzels all the time.
0: That's all I would do. I would get like the a a dozen yeah and just gnaw on them
1: the silly way of buying them certainly used to be was people would just have them get them from the pretzel bakeries and stand in the middle of intersections on the the island with a shopping cart full of them and you would they and when you were stopped they just you'd hand them some money and they'd hand you a bag of hot pretzels that's how you got your pretzels from (laughs) that's living some dude with a shopping cart and they were always the best pretzels you've ever had that's the Philly I way. Do,
0: I do really like a Philly Aunt pretzel. A Philly
1: pretzel from a shopping cart on an intersection—it turns out to be the best food you can get.
0: Yeah, do it. Do it. Says who is made possible so, by. We're going to be
1: news soup next week, Dan. It's going to be all news next week. Boop. boop, boop Through boop, boop, your boop, support, boop, 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 get ready
0: of our Patreon at patreoncom who Our Patreon, where every Sunday you get this again. That reminds me, we need to record while you're in Philly on, on Saturday for some more of that bonus. Well, Dan,
1: you know what I'm also doing is a TV. I'm doing a TV, a local TV appearance on Ohio television. <laughs> I think on Saturday Excuse morning. Me? Yeah. I'm, on some, I'm going to be on uh, some morning show. On, so I'll have to put makeup on. So if we do it on Saturday Why? morning to like talk about my book, okay. like, like Halloween reads, and they want to talk about one of, Oh. That's so it's fun. like an actual like tell us about your book thing.
0: That's great. So
1: I'll have makeup on.
0: Well, that's so I'll fancy. look
1: slightly nicer than my normal dirt bag, loose suit, pocket nice. clam situation. You
0: always look much nicer than me. No.
1: Dan, I don't makeup is so itchy.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't know. It's
1: like stuff. It's like stuff. Yeah, you put on your face pocket clams. Just slashing around. Through your
0: support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who. Our theme music is performed by Ted Leo. Our logo is designed by Darth. You can contact us at says who podcast on Twitter. You can email it. Hey, that's H E Y It says Who Podcast.com. Join the discussion on Facebook at Slash Group slash says whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard. You can also join the fan run Discord server at tinyurl.com slash says who discord please spread the word subscribe leave stars and reviews on apple podcast spotify or wherever you listen you can join us next wednesday october 19th somehow well over the halfway mark on the month of october for our very next episode and from my basement in chicago i am dancing.
1: and from new york for now but soon philadelphia oh boy i just realized i'm going to philly (laughs) You sure are right before the midterms.
0: Good stuff.
1: What have I done? I'm, just...
0: I'm sure your parents' telephone won't be oh, ringing constantly. I am
1: disconnecting that thing. Yeah, I'm so hungry. Can you hear my stomach grumbling? I'm so hungry. No, some food. All that talk about say your name. All that so talk we can finish. about loose soup.
0: Yeah, it's. I I don't think I need to eat now. Mm, I'm so hungry after the. I'm gonna have soup. Tepid clam. I'm gonna have
1: soup too. I'm gonna have soup. Well, that's
0: great. Ding done. It's good. You're living, you're living your art. That's right. Well say your name.
1: you saw my planner, right? I'm getting the new one. New one's coming.
0: Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, let's save the planner talk for I the know. old for the old bonus. All right.
1: It's exciting. I'll have the new one by then, so that'll be exciting. I'm excited can, to see it. And I have all my stickers here, too. I'm getting another pack of stickers with it that matches it.
0: I hope that's important.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. You're staring at me. Yeah. Why? I'm waiting. You want to me to meet you want me to say
0: just your name. Okay.
1: Hi. Mhm. This has been yeah. says soup. Is it cuz you have a beard that you don't like soup? Cuz I could see that being a whole it's s- definitely of a, a part situation.
0: Of it. It is it is absolutely e- eating soup among people with a beard? Yeah. Is a bit of a stressful You've situation. You've got like a
1: face tail, so like just be yeah. in the soup.
0: You got a lot, There's of, a lot going on. You a lot There's of food a down A lot the front. going on. Yeah, that's part of it. For Clams
1: sure. in my pocket. Also, I just never feel that full. Oh, I love
0: soup so much. That's why I have to eat like a, an entire loaf of bread when I have soup.
1: Well, listen, Dan. I hope everyone feels nourished during these bullshit times. Indeed. And I'm happy to talk
0: well, you tied that together. Yeah, I
1: know. Well, I'd love to talk about soup because anything can go into soup. That's what's so great about soup.